Hello and welcome to this Endo Life. I'm Jessica Duffin. I'm an Endo Warrior and Endo Health Coach, and this podcast is all about living and thriving with endometriosis. As always, this podcast is here for educational purposes only. Please consult your medical practitioner before making any nutritional changes or bringing in any supplements. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to give a shout out to my lovely sponsors at BU. And I wanted to tell you about their new bath bombs, which are naturally made and contain beautiful essential oils. And their peppermint and eucalyptus essential oils um, bath bomb is doing so well right now with the endometriosis community. They're getting loads of feedback about it. And, you know, if you love the patches themselves you're going to love the bath bombs because essentially it's <laughs> the patch in a bath bomb um so you know if you're on your period or if you're in pain you could have a bath with some of the bath bombs or one of them I don't know you could have multiple if you want um and then yeah get out the bath maybe rub in some cbd balm and put your patch on top, which is um, what a lot of people are feeding back that they're doing. So um, I would love to do that, but um, I don't have a bath, so I can't. But if you have a bath, um, then, you know, I think these new bath bombs could be a lovely way to help alleviate some of your pain. So if you'd like to check them out, you can go to BU, which is buonline.co.uk, And you can also order them from anywhere in the world on cultbeauty.co.uk and they deliver worldwide. So before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to give a shout out to the lovely girls at Semaine. They are two sisters with endometriosis. They've been on the show before and they founded Semaine, which is a supplement company for people with periods to originally their first supplement was to aid with PMS and period pain. And I know that it is a lifesaver for so many people with endometriosis and painful periods. I absolutely love that supplement. It's really helped me when I've had to kind of follow protocols for SIBO or, you know, I've had a stressful time and I've been worried about my period. I've been able to avoid a flare with that supplement and they've always been so kind and um, kindly sent me sent me them when I when I've needed them. And now they've come out with a new supplement called the Daily, and it is a hormone balancing supplement, which is designed to help with healthy skin, stable mood, fewer cravings in your luteal phase, blood sugar balance. And they recently gifted it to me. Honestly, I said this to my client the other day. My blood sugar levels have never felt so stable as they did when I was taking that day, daily supplement. As you guys know, I I work very hard to stabilize my blood sugar levels because that will keep inflammation down and it also ensures that you have healthy balanced hormones. It's, it's really, really key. And I have a history of having really unstable blood sugar. Originally growing up, it was because of my eating disorder. But then in later years, it was much more down to firstly following a vegan diet when I didn't understand how to build my plate, a healthy blood sugar balancing plate. And secondly, because of my microbiome and my microbiome because of SIBO is built to actually extract more glucose from my food and cause blood sugar instability. This is actually a really key piece 
of blood sugar. If your blood sugar is resisting all of the strategies you're trying, that is a massive clue that your microbiome is affecting the way that your blood sugar is is being controlled in your body. So we need to work on that, work on your gut. And mine has improved, mine has improved massively, but I still react much more um, erratically than someone else would to blood sugar fluctuations. And I couldn't believe the difference. It was like I had a whole month of like stable blood sugar. It was incredible. And as a result, I had much more of a healthier cycle. I felt a lot more satisfied. I had less food cravings. I just felt a lot more stable in energy. So I'm a really big fan of this. And as I said, blood sugar is a huge piece to managing your hormones, hence why blood sugar is such a big part of their their supplement. So the girls have kindly given me a discount code for you guys. It will get you 20% off your first um, order, whether that's the daily or the PMS and Pira support capsules. And the code is ENDOLIFE, one word, all caps. So E-N-D-O-L-I-F-E. And that code is valid for the next six months, I believe. So you can use it at any time. Um, So let me know how you get on with them. I'd love to hear if you find them as amazing as I did. And I hope that they bring you a happier and healthier cycle and period. Welcome to week four of our Ease Endo Tea Challenge. Remember that if you'd like to receive a copy of each week's challenge with all of the references, research, doses, and info, sign up to the challenge via email. I've linked to the sign up page in my show notes. And you can also hop over to Instagram and comment, ask questions, or share pictures of your challenge so far. This week, we're lowering histamine levels and as a result, pain and inflammation. So let's talk more about the symptoms. Did you know that histamine is involved in the growth and the inflammation of endometriosis? Mast cells, which are the immune cells which release histamines, have been found in high levels within and around endometriosis lesions. And the research shows that the higher the number, the more intense the pain. The involvement of mast cells and histamines is so integral to the growth and symptoms of endometriosis that researchers are now calling for mast cell-focused immune treatments for endo. Additionally, histamines were involved in both menstruation and ovulation. Their inflammatory nature helps with the shedding of the uterine lining, but too high levels during our period of ovulation could mean excessive pain. In my experience as an endo health coach, Many of my clients respond well to supplements, tools, and lifestyle changes that lower histamines or stabilize mast cells. Now, luckily, this doesn't mean adopting a low histamine diet. In fact, I generally see that as a last resort because it can feel fairly restrictive or actually very restrictive. And because often it's really only required in clients who genuinely have a very strong reaction to histamines. For many of us with endo, just lowering histamine levels with tools that calm down the mast cells is enough to see a difference in our endo symptoms. Here are some other facts about endo and histamines. 61% of people with endo have been found to have allergies. People with endometriosis are significantly more likely to have a family history of allergies. And people with endo have been found to be four times more likely to have allergies than those without endo. So chances are, 
you have allergies. And as histamines are released in response to a potential allergen or threat, by calming down the mast cells, we can in turn calm down our allergies and our endopane. So this week, we are drinking nettle tea. Here's how nettle tea can help ease your endo symptoms and allergies. Multiple studies have found stinging nettles to be effective antihistamines. Some studies show freeze-dried nettles to be more effective than pharmaceutical allergy drugs, which is pretty crazy. Lab research has found several ways that nettles can lower histamine reactions. Nettle extract can block histamine receptors, inhibit mast cells from releasing histamines, and even block the formation of inflammatory cells such as prostaglandins, which also contribute to endogrowth and pain. Nettles are also high in iron, making this tea a really helpful aid during menstruation when we lose a lot of iron in our menstrual blood and can often feel fatigued. The caveat here is that the research is on freeze-dried nettles, not tea, but tea can still be helpful for many people. Again, we're just easing into symptom management at this stage, so if you find nettle tea helped, but only somewhat, consider nettle supplements. So dose-wise, you can use tea bags or loose-leaf tea, and you can even use fresh leaves as well. If you're using tea bags, just follow the label as instructed, but brew in for longer if needed. And just a quick reminder for the tea bags, try to pick tea bags that aren't made with glues and plastics. Um, I've mentioned this before, but Clipper are the brand in the UK that I know of. I'm not sure of other brands, but have a look at what's available in your country. If you'd like a stronger brew, especially if you're low in iron or you're struggling with inflammation and allergies, you can use loose leaf tea. Dr. Aviva Rom suggests using a handful in a teapot of boiling water, so enough to serve about four cups, and to brew for a couple of hours. You can then reheat it and drink as many cups as desired across the day. Alternatively, she also suggests three to four tablespoons in four cups of boiling water left for just 30 minutes for those who prefer a more neutral taste. Of course, if there's no way you're going to drink four cups, you could just make enough for one. If you'd like to try using fresh leaves, firstly, handle with care and wear gloves because the leaves sting the skin. They are sting-free once they've been cooked and boiled. Secondly, make sure you wash your leaves really well, especially if you pick them yourselves. Healthline has a really helpful article on how to make fresh nettle tea with tea that, with nettles that you've picked, so I've linked to that article in the show notes. So ideally, we'll now be drinking ginger, dandelion root, peppermint tea, and nestle tea daily. You could try having one on waking, one mid-morning, one mid-afternoon, and one early evening. I wouldn't go too late with your last tea as we don't want you waking in the night with a full bladder. The ginger, the ginger and peppermint would be great ones to have after meals, whilst the other two can really fit in anywhere that you would like. If you want to make it a little easier, you could combine the peppermint, nettle, and even the dandelion into one single tea, as the peppermint, I find, complements the grassy flavours of the other two and even masks them if you're not a fan of the taste. So I, I don't really do it anymore, but I used to have peppermint, nettle, and dandelion all together in one tea. That way, you'll just be drinking two teas a day, right? You'll have the combination tea and then the ginger. Or, of course... You could do the other suggestion that I've suggested in other shows where you just alternate 
the teas across the week if that's easier for you. So, you know, Monday you do ginger, Tuesday you do uh, dandelion, Wednesday you do peppermint, and um, Thursday you do nettle, and then you start to repeat. Moving forward, drinking nettle tea at the onset of and during your period is a great way to lower histamines and inflammation and to decrease pain during this time whilst keeping your iron levels topped up. Now, just a reminder, having the odd herbal tea doesn't need a doctor's approval, but for this challenge, we are using strong teas daily. This is a free challenge where I cannot tailor general info to each individual, so it's really important that you take responsibility for your own health and you ensure that nettle tea is right and safe for you. Please consult your doctor or health professional before beginning the challenge. Nettle tea is very safe, but it might not be safe for pregnancy, so please consult your doctor. Additionally, it can interact with medications, so consult your doctor first if you're on any type of medication. So this is, in theory, the last week of our challenge, but stay tuned because next Monday I'm actually going to share with you a tea protocol for where and when to drink these teas in your menstrual cycle. And I'll also be sharing an extra hot drink to add for those moments when you need a pick-me-up and a hug in a mug. And I really think you're going to love this one. I'll explain how to use the teas going forward as well after this challenge. So that's it. That's this week's tea. Feel free to you know, turn it into something different, take inspiration from the suggestions that I've made or look up other recipes online. Just as I've said before, avoid adding sugar because that's going to raise inflammation and blood sugar levels. If you want to sweeten it, try monk fruit, allulose or stevia. Okay, get cozy, start sipping and I'll see you next week for our final episode. Just a reminder that this episode is sponsored by BU. These natural patches last for 12 hours, so they bring you prolonged relief and can begin working on relaxing your muscles before the pain kicks in, so you're prepared even if your period comes during the middle of the day. Some people even find that wearing them a night before their period can really help soothe the inflammation in the area. To shop, just head to link in my show notes. So that's it. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about what I do or read more on endometriosis and living well with it, um, you can head to my Instagram page, which is this underscore endolife. Um, you can head to my website, which is www.thisendolife.com. And you can also get um, a free guide to managing endometriosis naturally on my website. Um, I've put the link in my show notes. It's a beginner's guide to getting started and all of the areas that I um, have worked on to help reduce my endometriosis symptoms and pain and live well with endometriosis. As always, if you like this show, please rate, review and or subscribe. It really, truly does help others to hear the podcast and hopefully will help them to live better with endometriosis. This episode was produced by The Pod Farm. Whether you're an established podcaster or just getting started, visit thepodfarm.com to see how they can help you go from an idea to a finished show that's ready to be heard by the world.